This is Black Line and Blue Line coming to you with Blurred Lines. Uh, let's give you a, a brief introduction of who we are. I am a kid or a young man from uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Grew up in the south south part of Memphis. Uh, yeah, just a young black male just trying to make it out here. And uh, Blue Line, would you want to introduce yourself? Yes, yes, uh, I am Blue Line. And uh, first off, just want to say I'm super excited to be doing this with oh, you, yeah. man. This yes, is going to be fantastic. It's uh good important conversation to have so i am uh almost the polar opposite of what you are (laughs) i am not a young man i'm a middle-aged man uh raised by conservative white parents in a small town with nothing but a bunch of white people um actually coincidentally a bunch of indians too but almost no black people i could count the number of black people in my town um and i'm a 10-year veteran police officer Mm. and uh you and I met just coincidentally yes. at a viewing of a documentary film. Yep. At uh, Vanderbilt. About a bunch of atheists. Yep. And uh, ended up having some beers and talking, and we and, figured this is an important we, conversation we came, to have. Yeah, came great friends after that. Uh, do you think this conversation that we're going to have needs to be uh, more, uh, it needs to be done more? It, More often. I'm not certain it's ever been totally done. It has probably never been done. Not not on this level. <laughs> Maybe in a yeah. uh, in a corporate publicity way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because your side hates me and my side kind of hates you. And w- the biggest issue, though, is the two sides don't know each other. Yeah, we don't, we don't we know don't shit know about the each other. We don't know two perspectives. <laughs> it's like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of misunderstanding because we don't talk. Right. And that's why you and I are talking. Right. And hopefully through us talking, people are going to hear it and... Open up their their perspectives a little yes, bit. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and dive in. Uh, my first question for you is: uh, Why do white people love Jesus but hate black people? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, I think the answer to both questions is the same answer, which is fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, people love Jesus. White people, well, all people, not all people, but people who believe the Christian narrative, love Jesus because they're fearful not to. I think in many ways because of hell. There's a narrative that says if you don't love Jesus and accept him, you're going to burn forever, and clearly nobody wants to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a that's a fear motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think white people don't like black people because they've been conditioned to fear them, mm. and there's plenty of evidence for that. And w- through the course of this podcast, we'll talk about that a yeah. lot with yeah. lots of good examples oh, of how yeah. how it's so fear based. Where does that condition come from, though? Like what what is it about black people that white people are just like it's yo? Not we about do not fuck people. with them. It's not about who you are yeah. it's about the way society has institutionalized racism right and it's for for, for well-intentioned white people yeah. which there's a lot of them out there mm-hmm. to, uh racism is alive and well mm-hmm. and just because the civil rights act of 1964 happened mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. mean that everything just immediately no, it, disappeared. It, it, it didn't fucking vanish. the problem is still there no. big time and there's <laughs> plenty of evidence we've made progress <laughs> yeah but the problem is still there obviously that goes without saying so do you think with white people being so religious uh so in love with the whole aspect of christianity but like i said in the, in the story of jesus he was killed by people who were simply doing their job mm-hmm. so why when it comes to black people getting killed by people who are simply doing their job there's no sympathy for black people because of the fear because of the institutionalized racism mm-hmm. people for one thing uh well-intentioned white people who aren't actually overt racists mm-hmm. many of them don't acknowledge their own privilege mm. To, to to bring up the topic of Jesus and why white people love Jesus and hate black people, it's an interesting question, because if you go into most white people's homes that are that are religious, 
that have pictures of Jesus, mm-hmm. he's portrayed as a lightly brown-haired white person. Mm-hmm. That's incorrect. He isn't white. <laughs> there, There's some debate as to whether or not he was actually black, mm-hmm. but he certainly wasn't white. He was a Middle Eastern Jew living 2,000 years ago, yep. and he was not yeah. white. So what more privilege than to take the Savior of all humanity and turn him white? And turn him white. To the point where you ask most people to get an image of Jesus in their head, they picture a white person. And they picture a white person, man. And that's why that, I fell in love with Louis Farrakhan so mm-hmm. hard, because he was the first person to, like, yo, if you're going to believe in Jesus, he was a black man. I never heard people say that. Even when I was growing up in church, I remember, like, communion, when uh, it was time for communion, they would have a picture of Jesus up, and it was a white guy covered in mm-hmm. blood. And I was like, dang, I... I kind of don't mess with that. You know that, what I'm saying? That shows privilege more than anything more because than anything. that isn't truth. And I'm thinking of a white guy who's going to send me to hell for every little thing I yep. did. Yep. <laughs> and then you look at all his followers, who the vast majority of them, in your experience, were mm-hmm. white people who probably didn't look too favorably on you. Mm-mm. And they've created this narrative that the Savior is also white. Yep. And the narrative is that if you don't believe in me, you're going to hell. And you've got all his followers mistreating yep. black people regularly. Yep. It reinforces it. It's there's there's a lot to talk about, man. There's so what, a lot to discuss. So what can black people do to survive in America? What what would you think? As as well, a cop, I mean, I know you've seen a lot of things. Uh, we even talked about you know some of the experience that you've had. But what could black people do to like survive? Well, that's why we're doing this podcast is because <laughs> part of the thing is we just need to the two sides policing and mm-hmm. white America and black America need to get together and have some hard conversations and admit some things. And get over some preconceived notions. And the way you do that is you you get together and you talk. And that's why you and I wanted to do this. Yeah. It's because we're going to model getting together and talking. Yeah. You and I are, are different. It's hell. We're good friends. We're great friends. <laughs> but we're very different. And, <laughs> and so that's awesome, to, though. Yeah. And the reason that you and I are able to talk is because we're both well-intentioned. Okay? Yeah. You are curious and smart. And you want to learn, and mm-hmm. you want to know what's true, mm-hmm. and you don't care what is true. You just want to know. I just want what to know the truth. You're right, exactly. And so you don't get defensive. Yeah, you you Take consider perspectives, and you look at other uh, ways of thinking and doing things, mm-hmm. and you take it all in, in to heart, and you try to figure out based on everything that you've read and heard and discussed and seen what probably is true. And that is a very honest, good way to live, and that's what I do too. That's mm-hmm. why you and I get along. Yeah, that's why. It, and I'll be totally honest when this whole you know cops used to be heroes and within the last three or four years they've they've become villains yes and i'll be the first to admit yes then when that turn happened i took it personally and Mm -hmm. i wasn't always uh of the opinion that i am today Mm -hmm. my opinions have changed over time because i've put in the work to figure out what is mm-hmm. and what is true and gotcha. what is the truth. And yep. so my opinions have changed accordingly mm-hmm. when new evidence was presented. When new evidence comes. And I okay. didn't get yeah. offensive about it. Right. I set my ego aside yep. and looked at all the evidence and tr- did my best to figure out what is. And I'm slowly starting to figure that out, I think. Okay. And what is is institutionalized racism. Wow. Um, we've made huge, huge leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, Obama was president for eight years. That's enormous. What do you think about Obama? I love Obama. You love, I love Obama. Obama. What, really? I love Obama. A lot of black people don't even like Obama. Though. I know. But because why? a lot of a lot of black folks are Christian conservatives. Yeah. And and there's also this political divide where people don't think. Yeah. They're either Republican or liberal. Yeah. 
And yeah. there's there's no thought. There's I, no critical I, I, analysis. Like, they damn, just pick a side. You, yeah, I was say, you just got to pick a side. Like, bro, my thing is, like I, like you said, if there's evidence that come up and I'm like, oh, shit, I was kind of wrong about that. Now my, my view has changed. I, I can't pick a side. I'm just like right there in that little middle spot. You mm-hmm. know, and that's even with, and like we were talking about uh, religion. You know what I'm saying? I'm still like kind of in that middle because I don't know what the truth is just yet, you know. Uh, so it just goes back to this whole uh, thing with, what you just said you know what i'm saying it's just mm-hmm. like uh i can't i can't pick a side mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm just in in the middle just trying to figure this shit out yeah you know what i'm saying uh, to answer your question though what black people need to do to survive in america is they need to keep fighting keep fighting they well, need, we've been fighting for a long fight. time though i know <laughs> but but it's worked yeah i mean there's there's two truths one truth is mm-hmm. society has progressed a lot and we're yeah, a lot we better have. off than we, we were yeah. The other truth is that it hasn't progressed nearly enough, and yeah. we're nowhere near where we need to be. Right. All of that progress is not because a bunch of well-intentioned white people did it something. Well, yeah, it's because I mean, black you, people fought and well, stood up. You still got people, uh, I mean, because people think that like slavery was just like 700 years ago. No. I mean, that shit kind of ended like a couple hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so I would ask this. Do you think that it would take for black women to change things versus black men? Because black men, we're getting killed or... We are uh, addicted to drugs or mm-hmm. we're in prisons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a lot of things that black men, I just feel like, can't do in this society right now. Because whatever we say, it is shut down. Mm-hmm. But I think I see it coming, especially with Cardi B releasing this album. And Drake is talking about how black women are popping right now. I think that black women are on a rise right now. So do you think black women is what's going to be the face of the change? I, I think so, and I think there's already evidence for that because if you remember the special election in Alabama about six months ago mm-hmm. where there was a child predator mm-hmm. running against a oh, yeah, person, yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poll results, Yeah. the reason the Democrat won uh-huh. is because black women showed up to See, vote. See, that's what I'm saying. Black women rock, bro. I got me a strong black yeah. woman. That's what. That's literally what won that's that election. That's why I'm kind of the way I am right now because I got me a black woman. I yeah. was raised by a black, strong mother. Yep. It's some about black women. They just kind of nurtured they different. Are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, even in slavery times, you know, when the white kids would get sick, they would bring mm-hmm. in the, you know, the the black mama to take care of the child because the white mama kind of didn't know what to do. Yeah. You know. Uh, so I yep. think that I think that's pretty strange. But I, I, I think education's a big part of it. I think just just acknowledging institutional racism and realizing that how can we acknowledge that though on, you know, on a larger score on a larger scale white people need to do it white people white need, people to, stand need up to do it yeah and they need to acknowledge the truth yep and they need to put their ego aside and say there is privilege yep. i do have privilege yep. and and this this is where i have a particular friend who shall remain nameless but mm-hmm. he's a white dude mm-hmm. and he had a very unfortunate set of circumstances growing up mm-hmm. he wasn't born to the best people mm-hmm. um he had he had a rough life mm-hmm. and he caught no breaks, mm. and his opinion is that white privilege couldn't possibly exist because he's white and totally unprivileged. Man, that's my thing. Like white poor people, they think that it does not exist. Yeah, but yet still, <laughs> here's here's the thing that they miss though. It does exist. That doesn't mean that every white person, you know, has millions and millions of dollars right. and tons, that's and what tons of saying. monetary that's privilege. That's saying though. But, but here's what they miss though. My buddy isn't disenfranchised because he's white. Yeah. He's disenfranchised because he had bad luck. Yeah. He, he, he had bad luck. He was born to people who probably aren't the best parents in the world, and he had an unfortunate set of circumstances, none of which is mm-hmm. the result of institutionalized racism or mm-hmm. the color of his skin. Mm-hmm. That isn't the case for black people. 
their misfortune is absolutely calculated <laughs> and done intentionally to them because of the color of their skin. Exactly. We used to own black people. Right. The second reason ruled and people said, yeah, this is wrong. Slavery is really bad. We need to yeah. stop doing this. The second that happened, the sentiment didn't disappear. Yeah. White people then figured out a way to continue to keep you under our foot. Yes. Period. And it worked. Even with a white Jesus, too. It worked. White Jesus, they're, they're, we could talk and, for five and, hours about how they did that. And, and here we are thinking that white Jesus is going to come save us. Do, yep. you, do you? And why would he? White people have never saved you. Right. right. Ever. Yeah, You've they hung yourselves. us. They hung us yeah. in front of your, your woman, in front of your kids, and everything like that. Yep. And people just, like I said, they think this is like a couple of, like, 700 years ago now. It's like, actually like yesterday that yeah. happened. <laughs> you know, it's in, still in the, going on today. In the In the grand scheme of time. Mm-hmm. It literally was yesterday. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you watch Cosmos, that uh, show that was on yeah. a couple of years ago, the, the fraction of time that human beings have been on this planet, mm-hmm. if you were to break it down into a linear calendar, yeah. it's like within the last five minutes that yep. humans appeared. Yep. So if he, all of humanity is within the last five minutes, Come on, Pastor. slavery <laughs> ended two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally. It's two minutes old. So why do you think black people still cling, like, cling to the... Religion side. Oh, who, that's Christian. personal. Really? Well, first of all, here I think here's a big part of it. Black people need someone to save them because they've they have been put down, disenfranchised in America for their entire history. Mm-hmm. So they're in some ways desperate. They they want to be saved. They need help, mm-hmm. and that narrative is helpful to, mm-hmm. to think that the Almighty, but powerful think, Creator man, of the universe is on their side. I think though, with so much division, the black community that that has came from. Uh, institutionalized uh, racism has been so much division in the black community. It's kind of hard to kind of pick out a savior or if there is, like you say, a divine creator who's going to come save us. When is that time going to come? You know, uh, so w- w- what would you say about the division that's going on in the black community? I don't know if you got a lot of experience, though, but I've seen it just kind of growing up where I grew up. Yeah, it's a lot of, you know, you got bloods, you got crips, you got. Well, that's, that's so much stuff going on in the black community. You know, you that's to, survival. The, so, true. and I, I've given you this when we met up for beers recently. I gave you this analogy, and it's mm-hmm. really spot on. Another buddy of mine showed this to me, and I think it mm-hmm. illustrates it perfectly. If you were to buy two puppies, oh yeah, and one puppy you stick in a cage and you poke it with hot mm-hmm. pokers, and you don't feed it, and every time it mm-hmm. comes out to lick you, you slap it in the face, yep. and you mistreat the dog for years, mm-hmm. and then you take another puppy and you treat it the way puppies should be treated, and love it, and everything else. The chances of the puppy that was mistreated eventually attack, attacking and hurting a child is mm-hmm. exponentially more likely than the puppy that was treated properly. Right. Black people have been mistreated. And period. Do, do you think that's like, uh, okay, so since you said that and you're a white person, do you think that that's white people's ego kind of ignoring that fact? Well, yeah. They, yeah. they don't, well, it's partly that, but it's also partly that we're just not black. Like, my my understanding of these things didn't come naturally, mm-hmm. but like I'm, it did but, for but you. But I'm not white, but I understand privilege, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, of course, because you're on the other end of it. But there, but you guys are on the other end, which I don't understand our struggles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's like well, it's ego. Whenever, it goes back to yeah, ego. Okay. Yeah, go back. To we ego. want to take credit for something we sh- we have no business taking credit for because mm-hmm. there's that whole narrative that if well, if you just work hard enough, <laughs> right. just work and and so people love to take credit for themselves. You know? Yeah. You know, like. The only reason I went to college is because I had grandparents who said, we're going to pay full ride for four years. Right. You better take advantage of it. Right. I was fortunate. Yeah. I didn't work hard for my college education. Mm-hmm. I happened to have grandparents who happened to have the means 
to put me through college. Mm-hmm. That is not I, – I should not be proud of that. I didn't do mm-hmm. anything to earn that. Mm-hmm. All I did was was smart enough to take him up on it, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Chances are if I hadn't had grandparents that did that for me, I probably wouldn't have gone to college because it's gotcha. kind of a pain in the ass it's if kinda, you don't have someone yeah, to pay for yeah, it for you. Yeah. You know? Definitely. But, but – if you aren't reasonable about your circumstances, you take credit for everything because mm-hmm. we're all egomaniacs to mm-hmm. some extent. So you take credit for things that mm-hmm. you should have absolutely no reason or no right to take credit for. And that's what white people do. They they don't think it's privilege. They think they worked hard. They just think they worked hard. I and maybe you. they do. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, it's some hardworking white people that I know mm-hmm. that they bust their ass. Yeah. But it's some people like just white people, period. I know for a fact there are certain things that they can do. That I can't get Absolutely. away with. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and we'll get into all these in later episodes. There's a million topics we're going to talk about. But one of the things that's recently been brought to my attention, and it's totally, completely yeah. factual, is so in in most areas, weed is illegal. Yeah. It is. That pisses me off. It is, right. it is more illegal up, uh, for black people than it is for white people. It's going to be a touchy subject for me. Yeah. What, what pisses me off about that is, uh, you know, I got, I got homeboys locked up right now mm-hmm. for weed. But yeah, in Denver, you know, and stuff, it's legal, and they're making it more legal, which is cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, it should hey, be. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. But are we going to release the people that's in jail that's doing 10 years? They, for, they better. You know? like it's If you're going to acknowledge finally that we were lied to about weed, because yeah. I'm here to tell you, man, I've been, I've been a police officer for 10 years mm-hmm. in two major metropolitan areas on both coasts of the United States. Right. And I try, I try mm-hmm. to be as fact-based and evidentiary based as humanly possible. <laughs> and I try to allow my opinions to come from facts. Mm-hmm. Now I'm human and fallible and I can't say that I do that perfectly. Jesus forgives but you. Here's here's a fact <laughs> from my personal experience in ten years of policing. Mm-hmm. I've never in ten years seen weed create a problem that didn't already exist. Not one time. Listen, I've man. seen weed fix problems. Uh I'm from a state where medical marijuana is legal, and my in-laws live there and use it and benefit hugely from it. Uh, Weed is good for PTSD. Mm -hmm. Weed is good for pain. Weed is good for any ailment that prevents you from eating. Weed is not dangerous. Hamburgers are more dangerous. More people have died from hamburgers than weed, and that's a fact. You know what pisses me off is that you can sit on your porch, smoke a cigarette, drink a beer. And get drunk. Get drunk and then do and, something really and, stupid. And do something really stupid. Because you're drunk. But if I sit on that same porch and smoke me a blunt, everybody's like, oh, call the cops. He's going to jail. Yep. And I'm like, yo, this is actually helping me. Yeah. You know? And it does. I have bad anxiety. And I, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> in 10 years of policing, I've seen it help people. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. It absolutely does. Yeah, That's like, why. It's... My fiance is like, oh, you always got to smoke. You always got to smoke. Yeah, because if I don't, I'm probably going to be twitching. I'm probably going to be nervous, having a yeah. breakdown, probably crying somewhere. Because, like, just life. Here's here's the <laughs> other thing, too. is So there's this opioid crisis. People are yeah. dying left and right from, from opiates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Places oh, yeah. where marijuana is legal, they have fewer opioid deaths. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. Denver is uh, was ranked the most happiest place right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> and hungriest, coincidentally. <laughs> but... But the fact is that weed even offsets the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. So what does Jeff Sessions do? The head, head law enforcement officer in mm-hmm. the entire country. What, what, what does he do? He doubles down and wants to get even harsher on weed. Oh, that's like kind of the Reagan era. Yeah. And yeah. you know why? Because it turns out Jeff Sessions uh, owns private prisons. Uh, he has, he has his hand in private prisons. 
That's some white shit. That's definitely some white shit. What what what, what <laughs> is the prison population mainly made up of? Drug drug users, yeah. drug offenders. Yeah, and if black you, people. Yeah. <laughs> if you legalize weed, Jeff Sessions' profit margin drops significantly because there's not as many people in prison. Yeah. And and I don't know. That's just a whole bunch of facts. Maybe I'm wrong about the correlation that I drew between them, but I don't think so. It seems to make a whole bunch of sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And here's the other thing I thought about the other day, and I could be totally wrong about this. Mm-hmm. I think, and I and I don't know this to be a fact, I don't have the actual number, but I think black people smoke weed maybe more than white. Um, They I, certainly get in trouble for it more than oh, white yeah. people, Hell without yeah. a doubt. Yes. But black people love their weed for sure. I definitely love y- weed. Here's, a, here's an idea I thought of just the other day, and I don't know. This yeah. is just me I can't thinking. wait for 420. This is me just pulling shit out of my ass. <laughs> weed is good for PTSD. Yeah. Real good. Yes. It's real good for anxiety. Yes, it's so good for anxiety. Guess who's suffered at the hands of white people for decades and centuries? Who that? Black people. Ah, yeah. So right. maybe they're a little bit anxious. Maybe yeah. maybe the fact that inner cities are so violent is yeah. because they don't have options. We, yeah, and it's like, yo. I, they're I, a caged I, dog. I tell people, yo, if if you feeling bad, if you got something going on, smoke you some weed. Mm-hmm. You'll calm down. You, mm-hmm. You'll figure. You probably figure out whatever situation you're going through. You probably figure it but out. But you better not get caught for it. But you because can't then, get caught with it. Because then you're fucked. And now you're even fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And now you're having more anxiety mm-hmm. from the shit that you was having previous going the, on. And now you're in jail. The worst thing about weed is that it's illegal. That's literally its worst characteristic is that it's illegal. It's so fucked we, up. We know through prohibition what making substances illegal does. Yes. It fucks everything up. It yes. creates th- this drug war. This war on drugs is the biggest lie that's ever been told. The yes. only reason there's a war is because we deemed substances illegal. Mm-hmm. You can eliminate all that by just making it legal, just making, making it, legal. it safe, and taxing the shit out of it, mm-hmm. and paying for a whole bunch of services to get broke, poor ass people out yes. of their circumstances, give yes. them resources, give them free com- community college, give all, them free university. Because all these pills and shit, man, come with all these side effects. Like, oh, they're horrible. Uh, I, I just see people go through it. My mom kind of went through it. My fiance's mom went through it, uh, and I'm just like, yo, y'all need a little bit of TAC. Mm-hmm. You know, that fix all that shit. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. I've seen people die in droves from opiates. That's so sad. And 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 so the ma- the most legal, the, the most common legal opiate is OxyContin. It's a painkiller. It's heroin. It's legal. <laughs> it's. Legal. I was just about to say that. I was like, yo, you know this heroin, right? Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is, man. And I, so and so, I've been if you so were to afraid ask, of pills. if you were to ask the average person, if you had a if you had a joint, and then you had a syringe loaded up with some black tar heroin. Mm-hmm. And you ask the average American, okay, you have to do one of these two. Mm-hmm. You've got to smoke that joint or you've got to shoot that heroin. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Every single person would smoke the joint. Heck are yes. you kidding me? Heck yes. But that's not the choice that's being made. Yeah. Opiates are legal and people take them and take in them, pill man. form all the time because their doctor gave them to them. And, it's crazy. And the and doctor just be it. guessing. The doctor don't even know what he's talking about half the time. He's just kind of guessing. He's well, it's like, all about money. Yeah. They want to keep you coming back. The company that, uh, and I forget the name, I should have done some research and remembered it but uh the company that produces oxys mm-hmm. they just became like the third most richest company in in the country it's really it's all mon it's all money it's all money wow i did not know that they're killing people because they want to get rich wow. and they know they're killing people yeah they know it there's plenty of evidence is that some white supremacy shit well it's all part of it i think really that's why, why are people so evil I, well <laughs> you know what it's because of power because they want to have the power and they want to have the money and it corrupts that's this kind and of- we've always had the power. And you know what? This is why 
we don't we don't want to lose the power. Mm-hmm. I'm. It's crazy. What what why not just all work together and be fair? That's what I'm saying. And stop mistreating people. Yeah. I don't give. There shouldn't be a certain segment of society with the power. It should be a democracy. Mm-hmm. We should all have a voice. We should all work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, again, we're going to get into so many topics, but right. capitalism mm-hmm. and extreme wealth. Mm-hmm. The only way you can have extreme wealth is if you have extreme poverty. You can't. You can't have extreme wealth without extreme poverty. You can't. It's impossible. Now, does those type of things go on in places like Australia? Well, uh, uh, Canada, like is, uh, democratic socialism, yeah, like Netherlands, yeah, Norway, yeah. Sweden, Finland, mm-hmm. Japan. No, it doesn't. Okay, yeah, because so it's socialized. Why don't we pick off that? I don't know. We're trying to. We trying. There's, to. there's different politicians. Not with Trump in office. No, no, Fuck we'll Trump. never get it with he, that. God, he's he's the epitome he, of of ego. And, and, yeah, it's like that white supremacy faces just in the office, and these white supremacy. Idiots love him. Did you, did you see what he just said about sanctuary cities? He uh, said that all the immigrants are there breeding. Oh, he referred Jesus to Christ. it as breeding, uh, not not having babies and having families, starting families. You know, and it goes, they're breeding. You know, it goes back to if white people would just say, you know what, damn, we fucked up. We voted for this it's this fool, and we need to probably get him out of the office. You know, because it's, it's turned us apart. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're Republican. But this guy's obviously... He's awful. Awful? Yeah. He does not need to be in the office. Mm-mm. I kind of hate that, but it's so many people who are like, oh, well, you just not, you know what I'm saying? You, you're not understanding Trump's point of view. Oh, the fake news. Whoop, whoop. And I'm like, no, he's fucked up. Yeah, the whole <laughs> fake news thing drives me crazy because, <laughs> because facts are important and facts mean something. Yeah. You know? And there's there's so many similarities to Trump and the way that he is. Well, he's a demagogue. Mm. I mean, he absolutely is. Mm-hmm. There's, again, Why do you think evidence. people voted for him, though? Uh, because they... uh, in a reaction to Obama's eight years? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... So, because Obama was president for eight years, a lot of this stuff kept under wraps because mm-hmm. they didn't have the freedom to be so vocal. Mm-hmm. The alt-right wasn't a thing under Obama. Because I know Republicans are, uh, you know, kind of religious a, a, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Trump, like, keep the whole, like, Christianity thing? Well, that's part of the ticket he's run on, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, he's cheating on his third wife with porn stars, but somehow that's but, what I'm but, saying. Because he says the right thing, he doesn't act the right way. He says the right thing, and that's all they need to hear. They buy it hook, line, and sinker. It doesn't matter what he does. <laughs> and that's the thing with Christianity. Like you could do, you could rob, you could steal, you can cheat on your third wife mm-hmm. who's a porn star, mm-hmm. and as long as you say that I'm, you know, I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, you're good. Everybody yeah, loves done. you. Everything's, uh, everything's but Obama. Forgiven. Who we don't know if he's a Muslim or not, but motherfuckers hate him. Every they hate, they he, hate he, him. He had a perfect. Obamacare was the realest thing somebody could have done. The worst thing Obama <laughs> did was he took money from rich people and gave it to poor people in the form of health care. Yeah, and and you know what? And if you're against people, if you're against social services, lost okay. their minds. Yeah, when that's he the worst thing that. he did. Lost worst thing. their minds, man. It was like I had never seen a president get turned down the way he does. But a lot of People who voted for Trump think he's getting teared down worse than mm-hmm. any other president. That's why facts matter so much, right? Because this, I, I, I'm not of the opinion that Republicans are 100 percent wrong. Yeah. In fact, the Republican Party's actually shown a little bit of backbone because they're leaving in mass exodus I mean, because back they in, can't back Trump. In the early 1900s, you know, a lot of uh, Republicans actually pulled for black people. Well, the Republican Party 
decades ago yeah. was a better party than the Democratic Party. It was a better party. party, exactly. Dem- Democrats weren't worth a damn thing. No. They wanted to keep slavery. Yep. They didn't want no black people in office. They didn't want black people going to school, yeah. nothing. Republicans are actually pulling for that. The Abraham Lincoln Republicans? Yeah. yeah. Spot on. Yeah. That's not what Republicans look like anymore. Is, Ab- is Abraham Lincoln dad really black? That's what they say. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. They said that's why that. he got the, the bronze penny and hit his face. Like, if you look at all the yeah, coins. I think, I think that's I It's probably some conspiracy true. shit, huh? Yeah. yeah I, got, I mean, there's I actual, the there's actual photographs of him, and he doesn't look black. Okay, I got stabbed on YouTube video. That's probably what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could have he could have been. He could have been, He fought though. for him like he was. Yeah, yeah, he could have <laughs> been. So, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's switch the topic. Let's get on some sports. Mm-hmm. Who's your rookie of the year? And if you don't say Donovan Mitchell... Oh, I'm gonna say so. Here's the thing: Simmons will be a better pro pending injury. Oh yeah. If they're if if all things being equal, if both guys stay healthy, Simmons will have a better career for sure. He's he's he is a better. Player. Oh yeah, he's he's a LeBron Junior. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's fantastic. He's great. Here's the problem: though. he's not a fucking rookie. He's not a rookie, and it drives me crazy. So here's an analogy I thought of: uh, when um, Aaron Rodgers came into the league, mm-hmm. he didn't play because Brett Favre was playing. Aaron Rodgers went, I, I don't remember how many seasons in the league without playing, but quite a few because Brett Favre was the man. Mm-hmm. And he didn't become quarterback until Brett Favre left. The year that he finally got to start, he wasn't eligible for rookie of the year because he wasn't a rookie. Wasn't it a rookie. doesn't matter that he didn't play. Gotcha. Simmons is not a rookie. It's his second year. Yep. He's badass. He's yep. a better player than Donovan Mitchell, but he's not a rookie. But you know, they, did Blake, the they, they did Blake Griffin like that, though. You know, I Blake know. Griffin has set out, know. and he won rookie. Of the and year. it was a bad choice. It was a bad choice. He wasn't a rookie. I think John Wall was in that same year. I think. Yeah, I'm, I, I I don't recall. I gotta, look, I gotta go back and look. And Blake Griffin, what a bad choice. That dude's not that good. He just athletic. Dude, he's not. he's, he's just, athletic. He he can't shoot. He's Tim Tebow. <laughs> he is man, come he's, on. He's crazy athletic. Yes, he but is he's not Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is one of the worst NFL quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. He's also mm-hmm. one of the most athletic people I've ever seen in my life. So, you, so, so, do you think Donovan Mitchell will keep this streak going on? Like, but like with his career, you said I ben think he'll Simmons be good. Is, um, I, I just think Simmons will be better. Yeah, I mean, of course, we know Simmons is going to be better. Yeah. I, like I said, I think he's a LeBron Jr. Yeah. I mean, what what he does is incredible. But I do think Donovan Mitchell does have a, a promising career. Do yeah, you, for sure. Do you agree? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think he should be rookie of the year. He definitely should be rookie of the because year because if you look at the Jazz and who he had to play with compared to ben Simmons and who he had to play yeah. with, yeah, he he had less to work with and did really really well. But and he's a rookie, coincidentally. The Sixers did not make the playoffs last year. No. But the Jazz did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's yeah. a rookie, man. <laughs> it's, the award's called Rookie of the Year. This is Donovan's first year. In the yeah, South this Sims. is Donovan Mitchell's first year, and he surprised me because I didn't even know who he was. At no, first. I didn't either. And like to like mid December, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, who's this dude?" Because who watches the Jazz? Yeah, like, we don't even get their games. Nobody watched here. the Jazz since Carl Malone left. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even know nobody else besides Rubio and Crowder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even. You only know Crowder because he's only been on the Jazz one year. One year, yeah. <laughs> I just knew he hooped it, uh, the Celtics in, in Cleveland. So, who do you got coming out the West and who do you got coming out the East? Well, it's, I'm East is tough. I mean, the West is going to be the Rockets or the Warriors. Yes. There's just no competition. Ah, I fuck the Warriors. I hate the Warriors. I hate them so bad. I wish if and Durant I, had stayed in, with the Thunder, okay, they would have had a legit chance to win, and that would have been a badass championship. It, it would have. I, I would have I, I would, I would really, really would have like rooted for them. Absolutely. And, yes. and what Durant did in leaving is totally different than what LeBron then did. Then what LeBron did. Come on, man. Dude, Durant was set up. He was in a position to do something. They were 73 and 9. LeBron was never set up. They were 73 and 9 when he got there. Mm-hmm. 
Why would he do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? LeBron He's... lost to the Celtics. You know, okay, cool. But he went to a Heat. I think they were probably that year when the Heat, when they uh, lost in the play, uh, playoffs. I think they were either the eight seed or probably even make the playoffs that year. Yeah. Uh, they, they were like, they their record sucked. Yeah. But Durant went to a team who had won championships two years before. Mm-hmm. They they went seventy three and nine. Then I mean you you are set you probably the second best player in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. You went and joined this team. Yeah, that is so fun. He's up. got the cheapest the cheapest championship ever. The cheapest one, I don't man. Even know how he's proud I can't of it. I can't I can't root for him no, no more. And I, I, can't I, I and I, I love Kevin Durant. I love I his either. game, but I just well here's the thing. I don't like the Warriors because I think Steph Curry's game sucks. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best shooter ever. That's his team though. Yeah, it is. That's Curry's team. He's the best shooter ever. But I I don't like his game. Really? Yeah, he's like a globetrotter to me. What? Like if you can hit, he, he basically he's such a good shooter. It's almost a circus shot. Yeah, it's it's silly what he does. He can almost hit half court shots at will. It's nuts. Is that what you don't like about him? Yes, because it's 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 like the circus. Like it's just I, don't I like that about him though. I mean, yeah, he, I he, he 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 cool to watch. I just don't. I don't. Let me say this. I hope he stays. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really bad. I hope he stays hurt through the whole playoffs. Because you know, I hope he does not come back. That team's so deep that it almost doesn't matter. (laughs) Quinn Cook is even playing good. You know what I'm saying? Jordan Bell. They just Nick Young. It's so many weapons on that team that if you took anybody off their team and took them to another team, they Mm -hmm. would instantly beat the star. Clay Thompson could easily average thirty points. Oh, easily. I love Clay Thompson's game, but he plays for the Golden State Warriors. I hate him. Yep. So you got the Rockets coming out the West. Or the Warriors. Hard to say. We're not uh, saying the Warriors. We're saying the Rockets. Uh, hopefully the Rockets. That'd so be awesome. You don't Chris know, Paul. You don't, like you don't know who's coming out the East. Well, I mean, if you were to hedge your bets, uh, Celtics. Nah. Without Kyrie, it'll be tough. Yeah, they're not, they're not going. Uh, it's not the Cavs, unfortunately. The Cavs are going. You think the Cavs? The Cavs are going. You think so? Or the Sixers. I hope or, so. Or the Sixers. I hope it's the Cavs. Or the Sixers. I think that loss that LeBron just took. Uh, I hope, man. I would love that. I think he's going to turn it up. I hope. I think he's going to turn it up. I, I think it's the Cavs or the Sixers. I don't. I definitely don't see the Celtics. They're too young. They, they're they inexperienced. I don't I don't think they got it. I think they're more experienced. They are young, but they have a really good coach. Brad and, Stevenson? Yeah, dude. He's good. He's good. He's great. All the He's critics. great, but he ain't been he ain't been in that fire yet. Nah. They, they, they made it to what? The conference last year? semifinals last year? I don't even remember now. Pretty far, yeah. though. Yeah. Well, he 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 made it quite we'll a see. bit. I hope the Cavs, man. That, that would be my first choice. Yeah. But I'm... I'm oh, I think LeBron going to turn it up, man. I, I mean, mean nah, LeBron he, has shown he can single-handedly beat the entire NBA. Like I said, NBA. if... Yes. Easily. If LeBron does not make it, it's definitely the Sixers. To me. They just have that, a complete... Yeah, they have a more complete I'd be, squad. I'd be done with that. Uh, NBA is definitely But what great. about, I mean, number one seeds, the Raptors? And they've they've kind of been in the they've kind I of been love in the DeRozan. Heat. I don't really trust in Kyle Lowry. Yeah, he kind of always kind of folds. Which I hope I'm wrong about that because I, I I wouldn't mind seeing the Raptors go. Yeah, but Kyle Lowry I always kind of like just you know kind of goes away yeah. even to the playoffs. Yeah, especially against the Cavs or yeah. when he's playing against LeBron. Yeah, uh, DeRozan kind of always mm, he always shows up, but Kyle Lowry kind of always. Yeah, the East is hard to figure. Yeah, it's, the it's East always. is kind of hard to figure, but I definitely think the Rockets are coming out the West. 
Ryan yeah. Anderson. Ryan Anderson is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it this game? Or I think so. Yeah, he's coming back. So that's another three point shooter. They got they got Eric Gordon. Yep. They got Travis Ariza. Uh, what's the guy? Capella. Mm-hmm. God dang, he is good. Yeah. Where did he come from? I'm not sure. But the other the other funny thing is, um, here's uh, talking about basketball and awards and who should get what. Yeah. Everybody wants James Harden to get MVP. Oh, uh, here we go. Here's the thing though. Oh crap. So Mike D'Antoni. James Harden's success is largely due to Mike D'Antoni. Really? And there's proof. I, okay. I I can substantiate that. Okay. Steve Nash won back-to-back MVPs. Oh, here we go. When he played for Mike D'Antoni. Yes, sir. Not to say Steve Nash isn't great. He yeah. was. And yeah. I, I'm a Suns fan, so I followed him yeah. mostly. Oh, you're a Suns fan? Steve Nash That's was, was badass. It does suck. <laughs> it's real rough. Uh, now, at least. <laughs> Steve Nash was a product of Mike D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. James Harden is a product of Mike D'Antoni in the system. That's true. Period. That's and true. that's not to say James Harden's not great. He so, is. so you was in Phoenix when they had Steve yep. Nash, Mars, Stoudemire, Marshall. That was Marion. all. That was oh, Mike D'Antoni's team. You couldn't tell me nothing about that team when NBA, that was a great team. When NBA Live came out, that's mm-hmm. who I was picking. Yep. You know, I love Steve Nash. And if, if not for the Spurs, we would have had multiple championships. Ah oh, man, Steve Nash with the busted eye. That yep. was that was so great. That was ah oh. oh, man. Like it early, wasn't great. It was hard to watch. It them. was hard to watch, but like the <laughs> early two thousands, like playoffs. Them things was rocking. Like I was, I before I actually committed to being a Grizzlies fan, which sucks right now too. It's rough, man. I was a big Kings fan. Yeah, like Mike Bibby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Chris, Chris Rubber, Paige Stoyakovich. Oh yeah, I loved them. Yeah, Bobby Jackson coming off the bench. Yep. Oh my God, the cowbells that was mm-hmm. going off. I I was like, yo, when I grow up, I'm gonna move to Sacramento, mm-hmm. and that's that's gonna be it. But that yeah, that team that team broke up. Yeah, Chris Rubber. Like I was like. Yeah, that's true. The early 2000s. The only reason they didn't do better is because of Kobe and the Lakers. Fuck Kobe. Mm-hmm. I hate Kobe. You hate Kobe? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm so happy yeah. there. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> do you think Kobe is uh, right behind Jordan or is LeBron behind you, you know Jordan why? or is LeBron over Jordan? Okay, dude, I can't. I, can't, I could never <laughs> say between MJ and LeBron. Okay. that's that's. There's arguments to be made both ways. Yeah. Here's the thing about Kobe. We've already seen Kobe. His name was Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan was better. Yep. Kobe isn't unique. Come he on, isn't man. isn't unique yes. at all. Thank you. He's Jordan number two. Thank you. And he was badass. He was great. He, he was great. He was he great was at it, but we had thing. already seen you before. We already saw it. Yeah, Same cool. position. You scored 81 points. Great. Same playing style. Same yes. everything, but fewer titles. You ain't you ain't averaging almost close no. to a triple-double. LeBron <laughs> is unique. Yes. LeBron is a beast. LeBron can, LeBron can play every position, every defend position. every position. Yes. Yes. He's he can pass, he can shoot, he can rebound, he can defend, he can steal, he can coach the team as a player. <laughs> well, I, I think he is the coach. Yeah. That's the coach of the year. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Blatt was the Cavs coach? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Oh. I love I love LeBron. Um LeBron is a special player. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of a kind and I think a lot of people are not going to respect his game till it's all, you know, over with. I well, think when it's all said and done. I don't know why people hate LeBron. A lot of people don't like We that don't dude. know why a lot of people hate black people. I know. Well. <laughs> and then, like you said, I was like we, we were talking about, you know, off the court, LeBron is such a great guy. He pays for people's tuition. Oh, he's a great dude. Uh, by all accounts, never met the guy. Never had a scandal. By, nothing. He married his high school girlfriend. <laughs> Come he on. happy. He got three kids raising them up. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks Sprite. Like, white America should love this guy. Yes. You know Everybody saying? should because he's a good dude. Yes. Like, I don't get the LeBron hate. I don't. No. Nah. The, one, the one thing you can say about him is when he did the decision when he went to Miami. Mm-hmm. But even that, all the money went to charity. Yes. Like, I, yes. I just don't get it, man. 
Yeah, I think I mean, it's because people don't want to gr- say he's better than Jordan. I don't know. My thing, and then my thing with, with Jordan is, is like, you know, he because LeBron for us, when uh, police brutality does come out mm-hmm. or things that come out, he speaks up. Yeah, he voices his opinion. Mm-hmm. Jordan is like, Jordan just disappeared. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan. I think he married a white woman too. Like, how who you know? knows? Nobody knows what that dude's up to. Yeah, but Jordan and we spent all our money on his shoes. Yeah, I hate that about my people right now. Yeah, like we spend all this money on on Jordan, and Jordan don't give a damn about us. No, he could. You're absolutely right. Actually, that <laughs> dude could have a hell of a voice. He could. And he doesn't do jack shit. He, he don't do shit. Yeah, like, I, I think he's really an asshole off the court. Well, there's ever yeah. He used to punch teammates. Oh yeah, and Kobe, Kobe did the same thing too. Yeah. Did you, Guess, did, you did you watch the Kobe and Shaq special? No. I kind of cried though because it was kind of cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Kobe was like fighting Shaq and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Guess who doesn't punch players? <laughs> you know what he does? He passes to him and helps him make him better. Help, come on, man! Yeah. Like he makes him better, yeah. man. He wants to uplift people. You know, yep. Kobe is like, yo, I'm the best. I'm the. You know, ooh, yep. ooh. That's uh, the thing about LeBron, man. He's not a selfish player, and he's still the best. <laughs> he's not selfish, and he still is the leading scorer, just about. Without being selfish. Like, how do you do that? You have to be fucking amazing right. to do that. Right. His vision on the court, though. Oh, dude. That, that's what gets me. Is his Like I said, with Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, 6'10", uh, his, their vision is just, like, so impressive to me. Yep. So to see LeBron do what he does as far as passing, as far as rebounding, as far as scoring, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of never been done before. No. It, cause it, no it, it, without LeBron, there would be no Ben Simmons. Oh, no way. You know? So I think like LeBron well, has opened up the door for so many people. Here's the other thing. Kobe, okay, MJ's great. Don't get yeah. me wrong. And I remember watching him. Yeah. Some of my fondest memories as a child is watching Jordan play. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was like Christmas. Loved the dude mm-hmm. as a player. But Kobe was able to emulate Jordan to the point where you almost can't tell the two apart. Yeah. So Jordan was great, but he wasn't that great because we have Jordan number two and Kobe. There will never be LeBron number two. Because good luck finding someone who's six eight, two seventy five, fast, strong. Yep. Good luck. Yep. That does that's that's not a dime that a dozen. Not happen. No. The guy, Part of LeBron's the greatness. A freak of nature. Yeah. He absolutely he's is. Special. He could play and in I the think, NFL. And I, yes. He, you know, he, he, uh, in high school, he was like a uh, uh, he was a, a wide out, mm-hmm. and um, colleges were recruiting him like crazy for football too. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's just he's just a special per, uh, player. Yep. I think so. So uh, who who you got for coach of the year? Yeah. I don't care about coach of the year. Oh, you don't care about coach nah. of the year. I mean, really? there's there's some the the dude in uh uh Toronto came through. Oh, his Casey. Name. Yeah, uh, Mike D'Antoni. I was gonna say Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, he's done pretty good. Yeah. Um, so is James Harden your MVP? No, no, LeBron. Oh. But here's I think it's unfair. <laughs> LeBron could be MVP every year. Like he's they should create a new award. Yeah. That just he gets and then have MVP <laughs> for everybody else who can't quite rise to that level. Really? Absolutely. So you don't think what James Harden did to this year is special? I think James Harden or, had Mike D'Antoni in a system that is good for point guards. Yeah, and he played with Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul is the point guard, but yeah, but not, the system the yeah. system benefited Harden Im- immensely, just okay. like it did Steve Nash. Okay, and he played with Chris Paul. Harden's great, man. Love yeah. the dude. Yeah, and is he a legitimate contender for MVP? Absolutely. And but so this is my thing. So you go MVP thing. Why did only Kobe win one MVP if he was the greatest player? Because he wasn't. He wasn't even the greatest oh, player on his team. Some people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> he I wasn't even the best player on that. his team. Shaq was. Shaq was. And then and then Pau Gasol was. Three, well, I mean that's questionable. But. Three MVP finals. Yeah. Uh, he won the MVP in the, each finals that they went. Yep. 
Kobe didn't win. Yep. Nothing. Yep. That makes me excited. Mm-hmm. I, I hated Kobe. I don't like Kobe. And I still and, and hate speaking Kobe. Of, speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of uh, a lot of the things we've been talking about, like just being genuine and decent and, yeah. and looking for facts and, and yeah. living a decent, honest life. Kobe's not that guy either. No. I mean, don't ever forget what happened in Colorado. Oh, come on, man. I mean, Kobe's not a good dude. And he did it with a white girl. Jordan's not a good dude. Yeah. LeBron's a good dude. Disrespected our culture. Like, come on, root man. Root for Le- good people. Yes, root for good people. Root. Yep. Yeah, and, and LeBron's great. All right, so would you say uh, that LeBron is the greatest of all time? I, I can't say that. You can't say that. It's either him or Jordan. I mean, and there's arguments to be made on both sides. I, I think Jordan is, and a buddy of yours actually made a comment on one of your posts about this that I saw. Yeah. Jordan is almost mythical. Yeah. Like, it's almost hard. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's oh, a college teammate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, wait, that dude was a college teammate? Yeah. That made that comment? Yep. Oh, was, was it? Was it? Oh, college teammate of yours. Yeah, of mine. Oh, shit. For yeah. a second, I thought you meant college teammate of Jordan's. Oh, hell no. Nah. If I had a college teammate of Jordan, <laughs> I'm, shit, I'm getting some Jordans and everything. <laughs> no, but he's right. Yeah, Jordan is kind of mythical. Like we yeah. almost can't even look back and honestly critique him. Yeah, because, but he, he couldn't shoot though. People yeah. fail to realize that yeah, he, he, he couldn't shoot into like his like it's true. last couple of years. Yeah. People be talking about LeBron can't shoot. Jordan can't no, shoot. LeBron can you can shoot. go on two K and go play with the old Bulls team and they show you his three points like yep seventy percent or something like that. Yep. You know what Jordan <laughs> had that LeBron doesn't is Le Jordan was just ferocious. Yeah, yeah, like he, he, was yeah, he had a, yeah, he had a mentality that he'd, he'd, was different. He'd fucking yeah, cut yeah. your head off and drink your blood yes, to win a basketball yes. game. He, he will fuck LeBron's you not up. that way. <laughs> it's because LeBron's a good dude. Yeah, LeBron is a great dude. Mm-hmm. LeBron is a great dude. So, uh, one thing I want to talk to you about is uh, I say I seen that you have been posting like your album covers mm-hmm. that changed mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. So, can you talk about that? Like the certain albums that changed your life? Yeah, I've I'm always been way into music. Yeah. Um, for a little bit there, I thought maybe I could do something in music Mm -hmm. because i'm a drummer yeah um i don't really think that was ever a possibility and i realized that early on and never genuinely tried yeah uh but no i love music dude that's my thing um always early on i was always into metal and punk i can't understand nothing in metal yeah i don't blame you it's it's not for everybody it's like ipas I i don't understand nothing that's almost a cultural thing though because for the longest time i didn't understand rap okay here's and i'll give you an example so, I'm very white. I grew up around white people. I am white. If you pulled me over, I promise you I'd be scared. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I scare the shit out of people all yeah. the time. And I and it's, it's just how I look. I can't help it. Yeah. Like, I happen to be 6'3". I happen to not be able to grow hair. And I happen to be pale. Like, nothing I... I and so that's... But we'll get into this in other episodes. Yeah. But, uh, um, so with rap, yeah, I was never into it. Because culturally, that's just not where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I never liked about rap mm-hmm. was that they talk about money gotcha. a lot. And I'm like, I don't, I just don't get it. You don't get like, it. I'm not into money. Money's not super important to me. I don't do anything for the benefit of money. I'm not greedy. I don't try to hoard it. That's not my motivation. Mm-hmm. And I could never, I could never relate to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I just don't get it. Like they're, they're singing about <laughs> possessions. They're singing about cars. They're singing about money. I just don't get it. I, yeah. I, I don't get it. Yeah. But a friend of mine back home actually pointed out to me, he's like, you know why they do that is because mm-hmm. historically they didn't have any. Mm-hmm. And for a black person to actually be in a position to make wealth is unusual. And yes. it's a big deal in the community. And it yes. says something and it means something. And I was like, I totally fucking get it. Yes. But I wouldn't have known that unless mm-hmm. it was pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. 
That's why conversations are important. Sit yeah, down and yeah, fucking yeah. talk to people. You're going to yeah, learn a bunch yeah. of shit. And yeah, you know who you go. should be talking to? You should be talking to people who are polar opposite of you. Right. That's who you should talk to. Yes. That's why we have this show. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. So with Metal, uh, what were some of your favorite albums? Because I, like I said, I've oh, been seeing you post it. I was, uh, yeah. I was a big Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer. Metallica. Uh, I've seen those shirts before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a group. Oh, yeah. They still are. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never knew. I thought it was like a game or something. Oh, no. you thought Metallica was a game? Yeah, I thought it was a game. See, oh. this is this is awesome. It <laughs> couldn't thought... be more different. <laughs> yeah. Because to me, Metallica, everybody knows Metallica. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this just shows how different just, our backgrounds yeah, are. I, I, because I, I know the Beatles, though. Well, yeah, you better know the Beatles. <laughs> I mean, come on. I think the Beatles, though, is like some white I mean, I know shit, Tupac. Though. Yeah. But you're excited Look. for Jay Cool's album? Yeah. I heard of Jay Cool for the first time two days ago when you posted. Ah, uh, are you serious? I don't even know who the dude is, man. What? Just like you don't know who Metallica is. I don't know who the fuck they are. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a clue of who they are. I've listened to like a couple Beatles songs. But I be thinking like the Beatles like kind of like some white hope type stuff. Because I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of understand their lyrics. Yeah. You know. It's, the, it's cultural, man. It's, it's, we, it, I think they wouldn't too, understand Metallica's lyrics either. Okay. Because yeah. I, I don't understand. Is they metal? Yeah, yeah, I don't oh, understand yeah. metal like yeah. whatsoever. But yeah, like you said, it, it is cultural. So yeah. maybe that's, that's it. Fun. I mean, maybe we made to be different. Well, culturally, I mean, we environments yeah. are a huge part of who we are. Yeah. So DNA and environment those those are what make people who they are. Yeah. And environment is huge. Yeah. I mean, there's you know the jury's out on which is more important, and depending on what you're talking about, who knows? But culture and how you grow up is enormous. And it is different. Do you think you could ever get into rap though? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I rap. want to. And yeah, rap is. I don't. I even hesitate to say this because it's just well, so stereotypical. Yeah, yeah. This is just so fucking stereotypical. Yeah. I like Eminem. Of course I do. It's fucking white. It's terrible to even say. I hate to even say it. Isn't it awful? It's embarrassing. It's not awful. We may Eminem was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, Eminem was pretty good. Yeah, we. Uh. uh but I do want to. I'm with... going to check out Jay Cool's album. I've I, I've been listening to uh, Kendrick Lamar. Okay, um, he's good. He's yeah. great. Yeah, he's up there with Jay Cole. And you know what I need to listen to? I need to get. I need to go listen to old school rap. I need to listen. Yeah, to some get you Tupac. some Eight Ball, MJG. Yeah, some Tupac. Get you some Ice Cube. Oh yeah, uh, I, I know a little bit of NWA. And okay, Ice Cube yeah, and get that you stuff. Yeah, and get, you know why though? UGK, Outkast. It's so funny how we <laughs> just grow up in what we know in our little bubble. <laughs> yeah. The reason I know Ice T and Ice Cube and all that and NWA. Is yeah. because um, uh, Ice T branched off and started Body Count, which was a metal band. It's the only reason I even paid attention. What? Yeah, yeah. He I was in a metal band that. called Body Count. Yep. He's in a metal band. Yeah, metal band. Ice T. One album's called Body Count. Ice T. He's the singer. Ha. <laughs> yep. I gotta listen to that. I gotta <laughs> check that out. I, I did not know that. That just kind of rocked my world right yeah. there. Yeah, man. Yeah, I get you some like '90s hip hop yeah. was the thing. Yeah, and like I said, A Bot, MJG, UGK, Outkast, other things like my brothers listening to, and I just kind of got influenced by it. And I just always been in love with like that 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 hip hop scene from the '90s. Then you had Jay Z come out mm-hmm. in '96 with Reasonable Doubt. That was such a classic. Album. I gotta check because man, Jay Z is like the shit. Really? See? Yes. And Jay Z's metallic. Jay Z's. My version of your yeah, Jay Z is definitely like the rap god. He yeah? is that's who yeah, he's the rap god. Really? Yeah, he is. I mean, people may disagree with me on that. Yeah, uh, but I mean, of course, everybody wants to be where Jay Z is at. Because huh. as far as like rap business, being an entrepreneur, he's like that's what drug dealers want to be like. You yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I mean, he come from the streets. Yeah. Then he made it to rap. Now he's like 
part he's a owner. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like part owner of the Brooklyn Nets, and like that's yeah. what we all dream of, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think like Jay Z, and he he signed J Cole. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So Jake, but J Cole is like by far my favorite. All right, I'll do my homework before we record our next episode. I'll listen to yeah. some of this and try to. So I'll give you three albums that literally changed my life, and it would be uh, the Black Album by Jay Z. Mm-hmm. That's another one. You Metallica say. has a black album too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Weird. I didn't. Was know that one? Of the, was that one of the albums that changed your life? No, the black album was later on in their career. Okay. And it's it's a good album, but it's not. Okay. It's not one of the best. Okay. Uh, I would say College Dropout by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that at mm-hmm. all? Uh, Kanye is a weird dude, man. He man, fuck Kanye now. He he pisses me off because he made College Dropout. Yeah. It was so relatable. It was so for the culture. It was like just like anything. It, the whole track, like the whole album, just was. You could relate to it if you mm-hmm. if you were a black person. Hell, if you was a white person, you could relate to some of those songs. Then he comes out and marry Kim Kardashian, and he's just like doing all this like like you said weird stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, just we we want to make a trade. Can we trade him? Yeah, for like <laughs> well, I I'll have to check out his early stuff because <laughs> yeah. what I've heard of his newer stuff uh, it sucks. It sucks. Man. Like it's weird and, and it sucks. Man, so listen to College Dropout if you can in late registration. Mm-hmm. That was his first and second album. Man, some of the best shit you probably hear in your life. Hmm. Kanye West was at a point in my lifetime was one of my favorite rappers. After his uh, fourth album, his fourth album because he came out with graduation then eight oh eight and heartbreak. Oh no, then he made uh, my twisted dark fantasy. That was a pretty good one. When he made Jesus, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, yeah, Kanye is off the deep end. I can't mess with this guy no more. Yeah. So like back in that two thousand thirteen two thousand fourteen era. I just he just went off the deep end and yeah. like his, weird his music sucks now. But Jay Z's still legit. Though. Oh, Jay Z's. Does he shit. even make music anymore? Yes, though? he go man. Uh, it's so many stuff you got to listen to. <laughs> this four 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 album that he just like yeah. released back like last summer. It's so good. It's so it's like a grown man album, you know? Because yeah, yeah. he's in his forties. He's yeah. got kids. Yeah. Uh, he he got his he's got like his wife is the shit too. Yeah. Uh, but he cheated on her though. Oh wow! Yeah, so he talks about that, huh? But that, you know what's weird? That doesn't come out, does it, in the media? I had never heard that he cheated. Maybe not. It's Jay Z and Beyonce. That's weird. They probably pay so many so many people off to but keep still, stuff out though, the media. How does that not come out? They probably pay so many people to keep them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's ballsy, man. Can you imagine yeah, being married yeah. to Beyonce and, and having and, the balls to cheat and, and cheat on her? <laughs> I'm I'm scared. But yeah, uh, I would say, yeah. So the four 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 album is definitely one. It's, it's just a grown. You you can relate to. You, yeah, you know, I say, I, you got, I'm a grown man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you got kids. You got a wife. Uh, like, yo, it's, it's a dope album. Yeah, I, and I think. All right, and, I'll check that out. And then, and then early Kanye, early Kanye, and, and another album changed my life. It was J Cole, the warm up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's when he became like he's been my favorite rapper since. That came out back in 2009. Mm-hmm. The warm up changed my life because he was just talking about like just being broke. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, yeah. and I was broke. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Like it, it was just so relatable. Uh, he had, he had a quote in there. You know, uh, damn, broke is a bad joke, but still I laughed though front and trying to have hope is sad though. I'm tired of being broke as shit. I'm seeing other niggas bottom. I'm like over six. And I was like, <laughs> God damn, that's the realest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So yeah, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, good first episode, man. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, real quick, we do have one sponsor. Yes, that I sir. I would be remiss not to mention. Let's go, Blue Line. Uh, this would be Blackluster Clothing Company. Mm-hmm. Badass clothes. 
Go shop uh, there. Find them at uh, their website, black, as in the color, one word, luster. That's racist. Well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it is a color. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> black luster, B-L-A-C-K-L-U-S-T-R-E.com. Mm-hmm. You can find them on Facebook at Black Luster Clothing Company. It's mm-hmm. badass. Check it out. Yes, I, I have checked it out. It's super cool dude. Uh, I love the clothing. Please go check it out. And their uh, their tagline is mm-hmm. badass. Yep. A black-owned clothing company that makes apparel, not apologies. Oh, let's go. That's mm-hmm. that's dope. Huh? That is dope. That's how you hey. stand up. You stop apologizing it, for being black. You fucking there you go. You, you make it badass. This is coming from a cop, guys. This I just want to let y'all know that. Like, oh, we'll get more into that. that. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, this is coming from a cop. Uh, glad to do this first episode. Absolutely, man. We're going to have many more. Black line and blue line with blurred lines. Thank y'all. Take care.